Denise, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now episode 13 of our Road to 2023 series. And as always, you are joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, today we thought we would mix things up a little bit because just a little, just a little or maybe a lot. But by now, I would hope that you know our names, or even if you're a first time listener, hey, we just let you in on what we are called. <laughs> But if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you probably know who we are, and you can probably infer that we are incredibly crazy passionate about mm. bodybuilding, but I'm Maybe not, not much else. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what else you guys know about us, so perhaps today you can get to know Team TBD. Cool. So, yeah, we were walking back from the gym this morning, and we were like, hey, maybe we should try and mix things up a little bit, and rather than asking the sort of generic questions like, how old are you? Where did you go to school? How many siblings do you have? Do you have pets? Blah, blah, blah. We thought we would try something a little bit more interesting. And we've, I've actually just pulled up a random question generator. And it has questions about everything. Like I have, I've only randomized it a few times, but the questions are certainly out there. So I think this would be a really fun way to get to know us a bit more, get to know what we do outside of the gym. And it's going to be very unexpected. I'm literally just going to press random question. We're going to answer it right off the top of our heads. No skipping questions or maybe depends what it is. <laughs> and maybe we might even learn something about one another. <laughs> maybe. I doubt it though. All right. We well, <laughs> let's find out. Let's get going. Cool. So question number one, what is your theme song? My theme song. Do you have a theme song? Again, I'm just going to say what the first thing that pops into my head and I, I think my theme song is like the song I listen to most in the gym. And right now that would be, it's called The Artist in the Ambulance and it's by Thrice. It's a I, bit of like a punk metal rock song. And I think my theme song would be I Can Go the Distance from the movie Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> I love Disney movies, man. And I love that song. <laughs> that is a good song. Okay, so moving on to the next one. Jack, this one's about songs as well. Okay, this one says... Do you ever sing when you're alone? What songs? Well, this is a short answer. and No, I don't sing. I know I'm so bad at singing that there's just no point. I might mouth something, but I would never <laughs> let any sort of musical note escape my lips. I don't know about that. You were singing along to Eminem the other day. <laughs> uh, I think that's more speaking. I can speak some lyrics. Okay. But... Or you can rap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. What about you, though? I think along the same lines as Hercules, like I just love Disney songs. I love Disney movies. And if I'm ever out in the wild, <laughs> now out in the park or on the beach or something like that, and I feel like singing, I just always am drawn to just bursting out and singing Disney songs. So that's me. Cool. Hercules, Pocahontas, you name it. <laughs> so this next question says, would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or a broken elevator? I'd rather be stuck on a broken ski lift. Yeah, I think me too. There's something about movies and broken elevators and it doesn't... I don't know, like... Oh, you're, you're thinking it from a fear point of view. Yeah. No, with a broken elevator, you just keep walking and you just get off the elevator. That's an escalator. Oh, an elevator. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking a, a, a ski lift because obviously you've got a nice view and you're not stuck in a little mm. claustrophobic thing with strange people. Yeah, I think I would still go with ski lift either mm. way because hopefully there's some nice soft snow below you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next one, it says, do you have any nicknames? 
Not really, to be honest. I think in school, the... No. Like, I maybe Julian, because my identical twin's name is Julian, and people would always mistake us. But mm-hmm. I used to be called Radders a little bit in school, but that's about it. So, unfortunately not. No, no cool nicknames. Yeah, I think for me, because I'm from Canada, especially when I grew up in, like, doing surf lifesaving and stuff, a lot of people called me Canadia. Mm. <laughs> they called me Canadia. Some people even call me Canada. Other people call me T-Dog. But oh, I call you T-Dog a bit. A lot of people, or people just call me T. I think yeah. because they get intimidated by seeing my mm, name and they're like, definitely. oh God, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how to pronounce this one. I'm just going to call this person T. <laughs> yeah. So this next one says mountains or ocean. That's a tough one. I know it's a much tougher question for me than you. Mm. And... Uh, depends. It just depends where. I really like the scenery of both. Mm-hmm. I think probably I'd have to go with mountains because living in Australia, I've been exposed to the ocean a lot and mm. less so the, the mountain sort of landscape. I feel like I would have to go with ocean. Because, well, yeah, no surprise there. Well, obviously <laughs> I love the beach, but you get the best of both worlds because one, you see a beautiful ocean, but also you can hear it too. You know, mm. like there's nothing better than like hearing the sound of the waves the sound of the surf especially falling asleep to it it's very relaxing mountains pretty quiet <laughs> to hear a landslide or two maybe yeah, okay <laughs> and then hear one of us screaming <laughs> cool so next question is what dumb accomplishment are you most proud of Ooh, dumb accomplishment yeah i don't this is a tough question I don't know. I think you it's an accomplishment in itself by doing a dumb accomplishment. Yeah, I would argue that if you accomplish anything, that's sort of a win. That's kind of somewhat intelligent, right? Yeah. What's coming to my mind like when I feel like a little sense of accomplishment, but I'm like, oh, that probably wasn't the smartest move, is something like, let's say I, I forget to take out the trash and I hear the garbage truck down the street if I can accomplish grabbing the bag of trash, running down the stairs, getting it in the trash can, and then going right out to the street right before the garbage truck's about to come right past our house, I'm like, yes! Or, you know, when you like see a crosswalk and the red flashing thing is like flashing and Mm. it's like three, two, one, you're like, I'm gonna make it! And you just sprint across the street and you do make it. Like that, that was probably a pretty dumb thing to do, but... Well, going through an amber light, maybe. Yeah, you accomplished something. That's yeah. what comes to my mind. But can you think of anything? No, if I, if I think of something, I will mention it. Okay. But I'll have to take a pass on this one. Okay. All right. Well, moving on to this next one. It says, if you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Hmm. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is a carrot. A carrot? Yeah. I think of a cucumber because I'm so goddamn cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. This one says, would it be more frightening to discover that humans are the most advanced species in the universe or that we are far from being the most advanced species? I would think it would be more frightening to discover that we're not the most intelligent species. Yeah, I would agree. It's um, it's very easy to imagine for me that on some planet that we haven't discovered yet, there's some worm that can burrow into the <laughs> into the ground but it's very hard to and a bit scary to think that there might be some humanoid sort of species that is wants to destroy us or yeah. something no doubt i hope aliens exist and i have mm. no doubt that they probably do i yeah. just hope that they are friendly i agree <laughs> <laughs> okay so this next one says 
What's on your bucket list this year? So if the C word wasn't around, then it would be travel. But Mm -hmm. that's unfortunately not really on the cards. So on my bucket list, I'm not sure. Like I honestly just having, I'm looking forward to my birthday, to Christmas, just having a good time with friends and family and especially seeing my brothers and my parents a bit more than what I did during prep. So Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what's on my bucket list. Yeah. Something small on my bucket list is kind of related to the C word and I'm just (laughs) keen to get vaccinated and I hope that I I am able to get fully vaccinated before the end of the year. Mm, I think so. Cool. So this next question says, if you were an actor, what kind of roles do you think you'd be good at? Uh, I think that I could be a good comedian, <laughs> just like one of those really goofy ones. Like I think I'd be a really good an Adam gi- Sandler, an Adam Sandler, more like a Jim Carrey. Mm. Yeah. Just like totally out of this world. Just a total nut. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with that. I think if, if it was me, probably someone, something that involves very little talent. So someone just stands there, maybe an extra, extra, that's what I'll be good at. <laughs> Yeah, someone who does like a fake laugh in the background or who opens the door for someone. Someone who's there getting paid minimum wage but isn't really (laughs) contributing much to the film. Yeah, I mean, or I could be that dude who has to like, they need a dog on the set, but instead of getting a real dog, they get someone to dress up in a dog suit. You know, they have those, (laughs) they have those actors, not necessarily actors, but like if they need like a monster for the scene, instead of like... Um, putting in like a fake puppet of a monster they'll get someone to dress up in a green monster suit so it's yeah. like a green screen then they can play that part yeah oh <laughs> kind of like Gollum or something yeah like Andy Circus. okay Gollum. cool <laughs> so you take the audio component out of it but you'll do, do things with your body yeah I mean I think I would definitely be best at the extra let's be honest okay <laughs> Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services, which you can find on our website by searching The Bodybuilding Dietitians on Google or via the show notes below. We coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. All right, so this next one, this one says, do you have a favorite city? That's a good question. I've been to quite a few cities outside of Australia and quite a few come to mind. Again, the, po- the one that just popped into my head right up was Oxford in the UK. And that's because I like the feel of Oxford. I like Oxford University. A lot of my families, well, not a lot, but actually, yeah, a lot of my family's in the UK at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I like the historical feel of that city. But I definitely want to go to other cities as well. Yeah, I'd say of all the cities I've ever been to, I love Melbourne. Melbourne mm. just has this vibe. Like when you just get off at Grand Central Station or you're catching a tram around or you're just walking down the streets, like there's just this atmosphere in Melbourne. You can feel the energy. Mm. I love Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, to be honest, for me, like cities in Australia just don't really ring my bell, mm. if, if that's the sort of correct phrase. But yeah. I like I like San Francisco when I went there. And I liked, I didn't, wasn't a massive fan of New York or London. I prefer places that are still very interesting, but not too busy like London or New York. Mm. To be honest, I'm not really drawn to cities in general. Mm. Like I just really like being near the coastline or being (laughs) up in the mountains skiing or actually being able to do something. Like I'm not really that drawn to like a bunch of stores and busy streets and stuff like that. But Melbourne, there is a vibe there. So this next question says, 
What was the best book or series that you've ever read? Oh my goodness. It would have to depend on like how old I was. I think any age. Any age. Um, I'm going to have to go back to when I was a kid and actually reading the Cherub series. Like Mm. I loved the Cherub series as a kid. Mm. That was a very good series. Especially there was that, what was it? Was it the book number nine? Where was it called like Mad Dog? Sleepwalker or Mad Dog? Sleepwalker was a really good one. I love that one. But when you were a little kid Mad and that Walker. one, that one had a sex scene in it. Like, <laughs> I just remember that one because I was. Obviously... I don't think it was even sex. I think it was something. No, they had sex in the tub. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. And I was like in grade seven. I was like, whoa, <laughs> it's like most exciting thing I've ever read in a children's book. <laughs> Young yeah. adult, maybe. Yes. <laughs> I remember in Borderline. my in my primary school, they used to have a a section in the library called Young Adult, and you could only be in grade seven to borrow the books out. You couldn't borrow them out when you're in grade six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, that was probably my favorite series mm. when I was a kid. What about you? So I, you know, that I read a lot, and mm-hmm. I've read a lot of series that people probably don't know just because. I have kind of a unique taste in, in literature. Mm-hmm. I really like historical fiction, stuff like that, or like fantasies. Well, historical fiction is like fantasy, I guess, but basically, probably, uh, it's tough. I would say there's a series called Name of the Wind, which is only two books, but the third book is coming out. The I can't remember what the name of the series is called, but that would be my favorite. Or back when I was a kid reading that, like, did you ever read the Aragon Eldest series can't no. say i have <laughs> okay well that was that was one of my favorites as well oh harry potter you were a total harry potter nut yeah that was good as well you loved harry potter so much you had a harry potter birthday party yeah i think in grade four or five that was good <laughs> we had like a someone come over dressed up as a witch and we drank butter beer and stirred stirred the cauldron or whatever that would have been really fun <laughs> yeah i'm sorry you weren't invited <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was missing out on that one <laughs> Okay, so this one says, what's your favorite candy? Mm. Again, the first thing that pops into my head is the Boost Bars. Mm. Do you know those? Yeah, they've I know got, like, the Boost Bars. They've got the chocolate outside and then in the center they've got the crunchy crunchy chocolate balls, I yeah. guess. What for Almost me- like Malteser inside. Mm. Yeah, for me it would definitely be Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Just like the chocolate and peanut butter, man, mm. you can't beat that. Yeah, in I never used to like that, but definitely recently... Uh, that would probably be my number two at the moment. Yeah. Mm. Chocolate and peanut butter, sprinkle a bit of salt on there. It's a good time. Nice. Mm. Great. So this next one says, what's the hardest you've worked for something? Oh my gosh. The hardest I've ever worked for something. Ugh, it's, t- it's tough because there's both academic and there's also physical mm. too. Let's do both. Okay. Well, physically, I think the hardest I've ever worked for something was probably back in grade 12 when Mm -hmm. I just unfortunately went through a a long eating disorder phase, but I really knuckled down, man, with my athletics. And I just was so gosh darn determined to be as fit and the best athlete that I possibly could be basically in my grade. So I just gave everything. I was crazy about exercising and I was basically training every single morning and every single afternoon, sometimes doing three training sessions a day. If it meant like I was running cross country or athletics in the morning, in the afternoon, I was playing hockey and volleyball. I was playing games on the weekend, like 
that's definitely the hardest I've ever worked for something physically. And it definitely paid off because I won a bunch of championships in high school for my running and for my athletics. I got to captain a bunch of sporting teams. It was, it was a real good time, but Mm. I worked really physically hard for that. But then educationally, without a doubt, just going through uni and just knuckling down and just finishing those degrees. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Is there a specific test or exam that springs to mind? But I guess you were someone who studied equally throughout compared Mm. to to me where I, you made the most of exam block. So I think yours, you were quite consistent in your study efforts. Yeah. Oh gosh. It was probably the end of first year uni when we were just doing all of those massive courses. So studying Mm. for like anatomy and physiology all at the same time chemistry at the same time too yeah my i swear the size of my skull expanded during that swat back like there was so much in my brain i can't even comprehend it now so Mm. i look back and i'm like i can't believe i did that yeah pretty remarkable yeah it is that uh brings back a lot of study memories that's for sure but what about you what's the hardest you've ever worked for something so physically i would say my most recent comp prep, mm-hmm. I think there's nothing really that compares to that for me. Yeah. And mentally, academically, I would say probably the, again, the first thing that pops into my head, because I I think that's usually if it pops into your head first, it's either the most honest or it's the thing that stands out to you the most. Mm-hmm. And it would have to be that Bioc 3000 exam yeah. where I literally memorized like 120 pages worth yeah. of stuff word, word for word and because like basically we got given a draft questions for the test mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember but we got, oh, given I remember. Like, <laughs> we got given like 20 questions and each question was like an essay response and i had i memorized 20 essays basically for that one thing just so i could in the test all i had to do was just res- like write it down and i wouldn't have to like try and <laughs> try and like answer it on the spot basically yeah god that exam was wild man mm. but we had a very celebratory gym session afterward <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i think if there's a specific course it was definitely first year anatomy like i knew the name of every single muscle and bone mm. and tuberosity every single nerve in the body and then i would go on these long walks in the afternoon and i would just start from head to toe and i would name every single thing in your body. Like I knew the names of all these things and that's mm. why I felt like my brain was going to implode. But I, I implode or explode. I crushed that exam. <laughs> but I don't remember a lot of it now unfortunately. Yeah, just the 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 most essential things. Mm. But it's interesting. I didn't even obviously I've worked incredibly hard during my past 3 comp preps, but it's now I'm so in love with the work that it doesn't necessarily, it's still very difficult, but it doesn't actually feel like work to me. Mm. I guess I just, I think back to what I endured in grade 12 and I'm like, that was really, really tough. Mm. That was tough. Wow. All right. Anyway, so this next one, it says, what bends your mind every time you think about it? Okay. So I guess this is the sort of a negative answer, but again, it's the first thing that popped into my head and that will be death. Like when you think about death, there's there's nothing really to think about. And like, what is after death? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Do you just die and you lose consciousness forever? Yeah. Who knows? I think the third option. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but let's hope not. Yeah. Man, what bends my mind is just space. 
if that's kind of like death to me when when you just think about what is infinity like what is yeah yeah anyway it blows my mind it I just like if I ever want to feel like my problems are insignificant it might sound cheesy as heck but I will literally look up at the stars and I will be like I am so tiny. I am this little thing on this little planet amongst this humongous universe. Mm. Whatever I'm worrying about is in my brain of mush infinite? doesn't matter. Was I wrong in saying infinite? I don't think it is it infinite. Isn't. It is infinite. It is infinite. It that. keeps expanding, apparently. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever want to feel like, wow, this really ain't a problem, just think about space and just how small and insignificant <laughs> you are. And problem solved it's very both very positive answers <laughs> hey guys just a reminder that we post regular informative content on both our instagram and youtube channel so make sure to go over to those platforms and search the bodybuilding dietitians see you there do you like documentaries why why not yes i do like documentaries because i feel like if I'm gonna sit down at night and spend 45 minutes watching TV, I'm like, okay, cool. At least I can. Well, what's somewhat... that show you're watching at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> that's completely opposite. But that's the thing. Sometimes I want to sit down and use my brain. Other times I want to sit down and not use my brain whatsoever and totally switch off. But documentaries, I can. I'm like, you didn't okay. answer my question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this super cheesy Australian show. It's called like The Lux Listings of Sydney or something. I just watch it for, I so like cringe. seeing, yeah, it is pretty cringe. It's very Australian cringe, Yeah. but I just like seeing the big houses and I'm just trying to get inspo for architecture for when you and I build a house on the beach. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always been drawn to architecture and seeing really nice homes. So that's what I like about it. Yeah. Um, I can watch a lot of stuff on TV, but I, I couldn't watch that. I had to watch something on my computer. It's so Australian. <laughs> but yeah, if I just want to totally switch off and just look at really nice homes, I watch that show. Mm. But documentaries, like they, they're good because you're like, oh, I'm chilling out and I'm watching some TV, but I'm also somewhat being productive with my brain too and learning a thing or two. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I like documentaries. It has to be something quite enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. And... To be honest, like I don't watch documentaries around health and fitness. Yeah, dude, they're the, <laughs> I feel like because you and I are on another level of education compared to most people when it comes to documentaries about health and fitness. We're what? like, that's wrong. <laughs> that's incorrect. Haven't you heard the new literature? You know, that's too black and white thinking. Well, it's also just that I talk about it throughout the whole day and then I don't particularly want to sit down at night and absorb further stuff on the same topic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Your turn. Jack, this one's a bit emotional. What makes you cry? Wow, that's probably the hardest question yet. And I honestly can't remember the last time I cried. Yeah, I'm not a very cryy person. I would mm-hmm. say I, I'm an emotional person. Like I I go through all the emotions, but I, I guess in a good way, I haven't had the, a reason to cry for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Can you think of something? The last time I cried was just at the beginning of last year. And again, it's it's never for one certain reason. It's mm. usually just when I'm feeling really, really anxious. Like COVID hit, all of these different things were happening. And I think I had all of these things bottled up. And then one little thing happened. And like, 
you just implode. And mm. even you and I were sitting on the couch and I was bawling my eyes out. And I'm like, I just don't even know why I'm crying. Mm. It's incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that mine's just, it, it's just stimulated by extreme anxiety that mm. I don't exactly have the answer to. But it makes you feel so much better. Sometimes if you just, <laughs> if you let it out, you let tears drizzle down your face, then you're like, okay, mm. I feel better now. Yeah, I think the last time I cried, I'm not sure if you remember it, but it was late 2016. I had a bad bout of anxiety as well about something stupid. I remember. And yeah, I think that's the last time I cried, I think. Like yeah. properly cried. Yeah, there's just something about feeling anxious and just incredibly overwhelmed. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> this one says, how well can you explain how... <laughs> How well can you explain how a car works? Okay. <laughs> I think we've just answered our own question there. <laughs> Who would be better? Probably me, but not by much. <laughs> I know what makes Jack cry. <laughs> Jack actually has tears in his eyes right now. <laughs> Thinking about me working as a mechanic. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> Not well. I watch a, a decent amount of stuff on YouTube about cars and I, I still have no idea how they work. Yeah. Something happens in the engine, makes the wheels turn. That's all I know. Yeah. Gosh. So that, that question was just so you probably didn't understand me. It was how well can you explain how a car works. Yeah, so not very well. <laughs> no. Honestly, it boggles my mind. Maybe if that's something that... What's something that bends your mind? It would just be like lifting up the hood and just mm -hmm. looking at all these pipes and boxes. Even simple, like how the hell does Wi-Fi work? How does the internet work? How does all this stuff fit on the interwebs? I have no idea. How does a light bulb work? I don't know. But some people... How does running water work? Like how do we get water into our house? How does sound work? Like how do how do Bluetooth earphones work? Jack's asking all these questions <laughs> that I wonder if these are even on the random generator. <laughs> I hope they're not because I don't have the answers. <laughs> okay, let's move on before we bend our minds too much. Uh, okay, this one says, what talent would you show off in a talent show? Man, that's a tough question. Again, the first thing that... <laughs> this sounds really arrogant and wrong but like bodybuilding i guess like that's the only talent i have just really strip down and pose <laughs> yeah hopefully i'll be within season but that's the only thing i can think of like i don't have many other talents yeah mm. i think mine would i'm just i'm really good at memorizing things mm. so you you could stand there for like an hour doing the pie because you know how pie is got <laughs> <laughs> just remember all the numbers yeah yeah something like that but I don't know. I've just always been really good at like being able to, or I can, I can write things in my brain, <laughs> write things in my brain. But <laughs> this is actually a little thing about me. So Jack creates all of our infographics, right? Like he's really the artist in the team, but I write a lot of the captions and Jack's always like, Hey, have you written the caption yet? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just about to eat breakfast and I'll do it. And what I mean by that is like, I actually write things in my head and like, there's something about eating for me that just provokes so much thought and creativity. And I just like, 
that's why I love to just eat alone. It's like me time and I can just be totally in my own head. Anyway, I can actually write things in my head. So a lot of my captions I've actually written word for word in my head while I'm eating a meal. And then Jack will see me after I finish a meal, I'll grab my computer and I'll, I'll type the whole thing down and I'll be like, Hey, can you read this? So Mm, it's very cool. I don't know how I would demonstrate that in a talent show but i think write an instagram caption for someone on the spot in your head but it's not just a short instagram caption like you know i know like, it's a thought out nutrition topic yeah so, so but i i think that's somewhat of a talent i agree yeah it's definitely... <laughs> all right well it's kind of like how you can see the infographics in your head mm, yeah yeah so this one says is it better for a person to have a broad knowledge base or a deep knowledge base I like broad, personally. Mm. Obviously, it's awesome to be a brainiac about one specific topic, but I've always really liked having. But I would dis- say you—you you are definitely someone who has a deep knowledge base. I wouldn't say you have a broad knowledge base. Not like super duper broad. Like, let's say sociocultural. You can't name actors or movies or stuff like that. You know no. what I mean? You don't know how a car works. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there's a lot of other things to speak about on the planet. But I think if I was going to have a conversation with someone else, I would want to speak to someone else who has a broad knowledge base so that it would be a really interesting conversation that I could provoke things from mm. them. Yeah, but- it depends how deep your broad knowledge base is. Mm. Like Dr. Carl on Triple J, he has a broad knowledge base, but it's deep. Yeah. Whereas like... The local guy down the street, he might have a broad knowledge base, but... It's shallow? Shallow, yeah. yeah. Dr. Carl's on another level. Yeah. I would, I would rather... I would probably choose broad as well, with mm. assuming you have a decent knowledge about every topic. Yeah, unless you're like, this person is an absolute expert and all you want to know is about... But I guess in reality, to, I would say I have a deep knowledge base as well. Like, I don't know that much about everything else. I'm not a handyman. Mm. I, I don't know about other aspects of science... To, yeah. to that much of an extent mm-hmm. so like i know a lot about training and a lot about nutrition but that's pretty much it yeah well <laughs> luckily we're very young and we can continue to expand our knowledge mm. all right so this one says what's an unpopular opinion that you have Ooh, man i did oh i don't know because it's unpopular and i'm not sure if i want to say it i want to hear it <laughs> okay i won't say the one i'm thinking of but Actually, some people just need to suck it up and get shit done. I'm with you. Yeah. Sometimes people are just too airy-fairy and mm-hmm. they need to... And I don't know if they're being airy-fairy because that's just how they want to portray themselves or if that's genuinely their personality. But either way, I think some people need to get it get it done. Is that what you're thinking? or? I, that did come to mind mm. about how some people just need to suck it up and do the tough stuff and stop complaining or at least make their actions match their words mm. if they're going to say something. Perhaps this is probably a very unpopular opinion, but I don't think that drinking alcohol should be legal. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I, I don't like mm. alcohol and I think it causes a hell of a lot of issues in our society, for our healthcare, for people in general, just worldwide. And Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but I think making it illegal is better. I know, it would just because it's gotten to such a point where like if you No, made I'm it not illegal, even saying that. I'm saying just like how they're thinking of saying, Okay, you need a certain amount of points of identification to make a social media account. They're thinking of bringing that law into practice. Mm -hmm. Like I think maybe there should be an equivalent for alcohol. So like 
if sort of doing something like in terms of identification where you're like, okay, you pass this, these number of tests, you can drink alcohol. Mm. And like, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think alcohol should still be legalized because I think there are bigger issues on the earth, like global warming. But again, you're entitled to that. Opinion. Yeah. It's probably an unpopular opinion, but yeah. I think a lot of people just have demonstrated that they can't moderate it. And it does cause people a lot of issues. And unfortunately it ruins lives. It mm. ruins families. It ruins relationships. It's causing taxpayers a hell of a lot of money. It's destroying people's health. And mm. I just don't think it's a very good thing. Yeah. And honestly, when you weigh up the pros and cons, I genuinely believe that this world would be a much better place if alcohol just didn't exist and people just live their lives sober. And I know that a lot of people aren't going to agree with what I'm saying here, and I fully respect that, but hey, this question did ask for an unpopular opinion, and honestly, I'm just not going to hold mine back. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) I could say a bunch of stuff to that, but... We'll move on to the next question. And this one says, what are some good and bad things about the education system in your country? Oh my gosh. Well, good things is... I, I Well, let's just name one good, one bad, just so it's streamlined. Okay. Well, if I can only name... I can only name one thing that's good about it because I think that school was awesome. Well, you didn't just say that. You think it was awesome. You think it's well-structured. Yeah. And I can't think of a potentially better system. I think that there's Mm -hmm. so many different opportunities to go down for what you want to study. Again, talk about a broad level of knowledge Mm. for sure. So I think that school is awesome and it provides plenty of different avenues, but something that I've definitely identified that I majorly missed out in school was just learning about health and just Mm. learning about how to actually nourish your body and to eat for health. That was a huge fundamental component that was majorly missing from my education. I never once had any sort of class or anything on just how to eat in a healthy way. Mm. I think that would be my negative as well, that there's no sort of nutrition or health. We had plenty of lectures on alcohol and drugs, but nothing about what you should be eating or body image or how to nourish your body even for sports nutrition when I was in some of the top sporting teams in in high school and I guess if I had to think of a good thing actually I'm going to name two negatives and negative two is potentially the so like the cultural aspect of school and especially if you go to a boys school Mm. it can be very if you get labeled not that I got labeled as the bullied kid by any means but if you get labeled as that person in high school, you're stuck there and it's a kind of like a, a hellhole for that person, which I don't like either. Whereas in university, it's, there's so many different types of people. It's much broader. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? So in terms of the good, I think, I think it's just, yeah, a logical structured way of learning. Yeah. But I also think that it's, that's it's downfall as well. There's no, or little opportunities for people who have different interests. Yeah. Gosh, what really bothered me about school was the lines. They Mm. had these specific lines that you had to pick from for your subjects, like your top six subjects or whatever. But to me, it always seemed like those lines, it would just work around the teacher's schedules. Like I was like, 
why am I not allowed to pick legal studies and graphic design? You know, my parents are paying tens of thousands of dollars for me to attend this private school every single year. If I'm interested in legal studies and graphic designs, why the heck can't I pick both just because mm. it doesn't fit on the schedule? Like I have that right. <laughs> so that kind of bothered me too, but mainly just, we didn't learn anything about yeah. health or fitness or just how to just take care of ourselves, which is absolutely fundamental for living a long and happy life. So that's the main cool. thing. And also like we learned so much stuff that just, it doesn't matter, but we mm. didn't learn the big things that we need to do in life. Like, how do you change a car tire or how do you actually do your taxes or all of these little things where it's like, wow, I'm an adult now, or how do I, how do I pay the rent in my which share day, house? Which days do the bins get picked up? Yeah. <laughs> all these little things that matter, not those crazy ass things that we learned in math mm. class. Yeah. Anyway, what's the next one? <laughs> all right. So this one says, what's a book that you've stopped reading recently? So that you mean I haven't finished or? Yeah, so a book that you started, but a book that you chose to, nah. I can't remember the name of the book. That's kind of how bad it was. <laughs> but I, one of the, I like the kind of books around the Greek era. Like, mm -hmm. like you know, the movie Troy. Kind yes. of, I read a series recently on that and it was really good. But there was a movie that I tried to read about that time period and I just couldn't finish it. It was very, very generic. It was, wasn't overly exciting. And was it tough to make that decision? Be like, no, nah, I've paid for this book on Kindle, <laughs> but I just, it's not worth my time. I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. I feel like when I start a book, I have to finish it. Mm. But for this one, I think the reason why I didn't finish it is because like a book that I've been waiting for came out Yeah. and I was like, I got to read that. Yeah. It was a sign. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Yeah. I started because there's two main like categories of books that I read. I read a lot of self-development, motivational mindset books. And I also read a lot of books surrounding exercise and nutrition literature too. So I'm not so much down the fantasy route, mm. but I did start reading a book uh, quite a number of weeks ago that I've stopped now. It was called Think Big, Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And it's one of those mindset books that a mm. lot of people tout about. I think it was written in like the 1930s. Man, I was not feeling it. I was not Maybe feeling was, that book whatsoever. Yeah. When I think of books written in that era, like it, it doesn't sound particularly enticing, just yeah. the style of writing. Yeah. It wasn't too bad, but like it wasn't good either. Mm. And then I listened to a podcast on Sherelle and Danny's podcast called the level up podcast. And they were talking about like, if you're reading a book that you're not enjoying, like stop feeling obliged to finish bad books. And I'm like, that's a sign. <laughs> I'm calling it quits. I don't care if I've paid a few dollars for this book. It's not worth my time. I want to read something else. Mm. Yeah. So cool. then I started reading Think Like a Monk and that's a really good book. <laughs> cool. So we'll answer maybe one question each. So ask one more each. And this one says, how do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? I feel good about that decision. <laughs> I do too. I do. I, I really like pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Just adds that sweet edge. Honestly, when it comes to pizza, is there anything bad that you could put on a pizza? It's a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Could do sweet pizza, savory pizza. Mm -hmm. Pizza's good, man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, should this be the last question that we finish on? I think so. Yeah. All right. This one says, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Again, the first thing that pops to mind is stop caring what other people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that 
especially with our business endeavors at the moment, ever since starting that, starting the podcast, starting Instagram, that's probably the number one thing. And it's still, at times I still worry, but it's definitely not really present the vast majority of the time. I just, just do what I want. <laughs> yeah. I think that mine is along the exact same lines. You can't just be scared of the fear of judgment and let that hold you back because the majority of the time, we usually put words in other people's mouths. And usually if we say something out loud, it's more a reflection of what we think of ourselves than what other people actually think of us. Mm, completely agree. Yeah, so boy, and usually the judge, it's not even there, man. And if it is, it's usually just coming from us. So, gosh. Well, it's, it's also what they think of themselves as well, not just what we think of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if someone's judging you about something, then it's usually out of their own insecurity. Yeah, exactly. So basically push insecurity and judgment, that fear of failure aside and just mm. do what you want to do, man. Yeah. Like if someone's judging you for taking your shirt off in the gym, like they're just jealous. They wish they could do that. They wish they had the confidence to do that. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have a, a rockin' body, if you're like me and I've gained a bit of weight post-comp, which is completely normal, and I still take my shirt off in the gym if I... Take, need to take some progress photos for AJ. Yeah, I don't care what old bloke in the corner thinks. Yeah, but man, if you just let the fear of judgment and insecurity hold you back, like you're never gonna accomplish anything great mm. in this world. And it is daunting at first. For example, we've had this podcast now for almost three years, but imagine if we let that fear of, oh gosh, is anyone gonna listen to it? You know, is anyone even gonna care what we have to say? If you were potentially suffering from imposter syndrome, like, Imagine if we never just took the plunge and just freaking did it. Yeah. Because what you'll find is that once you're authentic and genuine and you actually start putting yourself out there, people are pretty nice mm. and people are genuinely pretty supportive and people actually look to you as inspiration. They'll be like, wow, I absolutely love what she's doing and it's inspiring me to do what I want to do so you can support one another. Cool. And if someone's judging you, man, kick them out of your circle. <laughs> Remember, the universe is a really big place, okay? And we're all really, really tiny. <laughs> anyway, so that pretty much wraps up this episode. And if you enjoyed this, please give us some feedback. Mm -hmm. And if you would like us to do it again, I think we can both say that we had a great time doing it. And we would love to continue doing this sort of thing if, if you guys like it. Uh, we don't want to I mean, I would feel bad if people don't like it because I genuinely do want to do more of these style yeah. of episodes. They're easy to record. Yeah. And if you have any questions or suggestions for these episodes, please let us know. I think that would be quite fun as well. If you want to know certain things about us or about our business relationship, something aside from nutrition and fitness, mm -hmm. let us know. But thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this one, you can share it on your Instagram story, tag myself, tag Tierra, tag TBD. And if you're feeling extra generous, you can leave a rating and a review on the Apple Podcasts Apple website. And we shall see you next week.